you're listening to the hurdy-gurdy travel podcast i'm your host justin bakula here to help you travel the world and next to no cost through credit card points miles benefits and rewards make money save money and take advantage of great deals visit my website at hurdygurdytravel.com to contact me find me on social media read episode transcripts schedule a free credit card consultation and support the show through patreon subscribe star referral links and buying from my ebay store Watch me on camera on YouTube and listen on many podcast platforms. Please like, share, comment, and subscribe. Thanks for joining me for episode number 51, Advantages of Business Credit Cards. Business credit cards allow for more options, bonuses, cash leverage, spending power, and much more. Recently, a member and fellow YouTuber, Brian Jung's group, The Credit Society, asked why one should sign up for business credit cards. Are personal credit cards enough? Is it worth the effort of applying for business cards, given that approval standards can be higher than those of personal credit cards? Frequent listeners of my show will know that I love options. I focus on several bank accounts, credit cards, loyalty programs, grocery stores, and even valuable debit cards with the Cash App and Venmo. Business credit cards allow for more sign-up bonuses, benefits, bonus spending categories, and so much more. In many cases, if there had to be a choose-only-one scenario for some reason, Many business cards outperform many personal cards in head-to-head matchups. The Wells Fargo Business Platinum credit card, for example, outperforms many, if not all, Wells Fargo personal credit cards on my valuation. A monster 50,000-point sign-up bonus, or $500, with no annual fee, a 0% intro APR offer, and bonus points each month you spend $1,000 or more. The popular and highly overrated Wells Fargo Propel personal card only gives a $200 sign-up bonus and some three times points categories, which will almost certainly not make a difference. Of course, one can get both Wells Fargo's cards I mentioned, but I'd certainly get the Business Platinum card first, and personally wouldn't get the Propel card soon, even if they invited me. I have 23 active cards at the moment, but I have so many better options, especially when considering business cards. The worst scenario, though, would be totally missing out on the Business Platinum card which should be an easy win of $500 just from the start. American Express business cards are especially powerful. At this time of recording, most people can only have four credit cards with American Express, but up to 10 charge cards. One can get business charge cards like the Business Platinum card, Business Gold, Business Green, and even the Plum card to have more options, benefits, and sign-up bonuses. Missing out on these cards would be a significant loss for those who can use them well. I've signed up for many business cards, including those I've mentioned. I was also approved for the Barclays JetBlue business card, Barclays Aviator business card, Chase Inc. Cash, American Express Blue Business Plus, Amex Blue Business Cash, Amex Delta Gold business, Amex Delta Platinum business, Amex Bonvoy business, Bank of America Business Advantage Cash Rewards, and the Capital One Spark Cash for Business. What a loss it would have been to miss out on all of these cards. In addition to options, sign-up bonuses, and benefits, many business credit cards, with the exception of some like Capital One, TD Bank, and our favorite UBS, or United Bank of Switzerland, from way back in episode 25, do not appear on one's personal credit report. What's the big deal? Absent from personal credit, one can hold a high balance on business credit cards and not negatively impact one's credit scores or credit utilization. When I mention utilization, I'm talking about how much of one's available credit is being used. High utilization will likely tank one's credit scores and lead to denials when applying for other credit cards. 
I'm not advocating for paying interest by any means, but rather having a balance with a 0% intro APR feature commonly found on business credit cards or taking advantage of a 30-day grace period after card statements close. Resellers, for example, might want to buy high-value products to flip for profit shortly after a statement closes and use the eight-ish weeks to essentially borrow money from the bank with no interest charges. Maybe she will also want to essentially take out a $10,000 loan at 0% interest during a promotional APR period if they're given more than a 10k credit limit. Be careful out there though, as this can be risky. Of course, this is for informational purposes only, and we never do any of that, of course. <laughs> Since many business credit cards stay off your personal credit reports, you can also preserve your eligibility for credit cards with Chase and Barclays banks. In past episodes, especially number 35, I've delved into Chase's infamous 524 rule, which makes you ineligible for Chase cards if you've opened five or more cards that appear on your personal credit report in the past 24 months, in most cases anyway. Barclays may also deny you for opening six or more cards appearing on your personal credit report in the last 24 months. Thanks for making it to the halfway point of this episode. Please like, share, comment, and subscribe if you're listening through YouTube. If you're listening to this as a podcast episode, subscribe to my feed in your favorite podcast player program. Leave a review and share the episode found at hurdygurdytravel.com. Back to the show. Next, business credit cards should lead to future opportunity, not only for more business credit cards, but also vendor accounts, bank loans, tax breaks, and more legitimacy in the eyes of lenders. When business credit cards report to Dun & Bradstreet, Equifax, Experian, you're viewed as a, a more legitimate entity in a field of people claiming to have businesses, but maybe not actually having businesses. Banks suspect fraud and regulations demand that a certain amount of vetting must occur rather than Joe Schmo just getting the world handed to him because he got an EIN yesterday. Many credit YouTubers say that you can and probably should get business credit cards by applying as a sole proprietor, getting an EIN, and using your social security number, even if you don't have, or maybe instead of having a more solid business foundation like registering with your state, having articles of organization, having a business bank account, and so much more. I don't suggest this minimal sole proprietor, social security, EIN situation because that will only get you so far. Maybe you'll get a handful of business cards as that sole prop with EIN and social security number and a quote-unquote business, but you will almost certainly run into roadblocks when banks Google your business and ask you for documentation that you don't have. Why not instead make the investment and do things more properly? For more on forming a business and getting business credit the right way, listen to episode 12 of my podcast with special guest business coach Cakeology. I really wish I established my LLC about a year and a half ago, or of course longer, because I might have been eligible for pandemic relief, including loans and grants. I also would have more credit cards and more bank accounts. Banks love to see businesses existing for more than a year, some two years, others even more, and they want to see various accounts reporting. I'd also have more business bank accounts and bonuses from opening those accounts. I might not have been denied for a second Bank of America business credit card. It goes on and on and on. Moving on to another benefit, business credit cards are also typically more lenient toward high spenders when compared to those spending on personal cards. Surely banks expect that business owners will generally spend more than individuals spending on personal credit cards. The resellers, real estate aficionados, and other high spenders of the world can enjoy generous spending allowances on business credit cards, not to mention the typically higher credit limits compared to personal 
credit cards. Maybe you as a business owner will also want to separate personal expenses from business expenses for purposes of record keeping or other reasons. Business credit cards can be handy in having this separation and having a business in many cases can also separate personal liability from business liability. Many business credit cards will also offer you incentives for such separation and or high spend like the previously mentioned Barclays Aviator and Barclays JetBlue business credit cards. And they also offer bonus points for spending in categories like office supply stores, often not found on personal credit cards. Hopefully this episode will motivate you to pursue business credit cards, build business credit, and create a business or scale up a business. How to start or scale is beyond the scope of this episode, but do listen once again to episode 12 and feel free to contact me for more. Your business doesn't need to be a brick and mortar million dollar operation either. You can start small, monetize a hobby or something you do already. Maybe you'll provide consulting services, sell products, tutor, babysit, offer ride sharing services, deliver with food services, start a podcast, the sky is the limit. For me, although this pandemic has brought about many negatives, I found inspiration to build a business and take on new hustles with this newfound time. Rather than squandering time watching Netflix for most of your day, waiting for Dr. Fauci to give an all clear announcement, which probably won't come anytime soon, try something new to generate money and have fun while doing it. Join me on most Tuesdays, 9 p.m. Eastern, for live streams focused on money, business, and credit. Past live streams are archived on my website at hurdygurdytravel.com, and future live streams will be announced. Thanks for listening, and stay tuned for more content. Leave comments on this episode with your thoughts and questions concerning business credit cards. Visit my website at hurdygurdytravel.com to contact me. Find me on social media, read episode transcripts, schedule a free consultation, and support the show through Patreon, Subscribestar, referral links, and buying from my eBay store. Watch me on camera here on YouTube and listen on many podcast platforms. Please like, share, comment, and subscribe. Have a great day.